All right. That's right. God is good. <laughs> Y'all ready for me? Yeah, I might have, you know, in the years ago when they'd be really jamming and all that, and then the solos come up and say, we're going to slow it down a little bit now. <laughs> no, we're not. The Bible says, try the spirits by the spirit. And the reason a lot of people don't reach their spiritual potential is they allow the spirit of unworthiness to get in them. And the spirit of unworthiness will rob you, yes, with your place in God. Satan comes to steal, kill, steal, and destroy. And the way to kill and destroy potential is to make folks think they're unworthy. Because when the preacher starts preaching and he says, God hears the prayer of the righteous, and the scripture says, then in your head, you don't think you're worthy. And so that unworthy spirit gets into your spirit and you begin to feel that you are not worthy enough. Because sometimes we preach sin above redemption. And so sin becomes more powerful than redemption, and we should preach redemption over sin. And so, and that's why a lot of people come to church and they feel, they feel bad about themselves because they're so focused on sin that they can't accept redemption. And so if you can't accept redemption, then you can't accept Jesus Christ and him crucified. Uh, does anybody understand what I'm talking about? And so, so Satan wants to, see, he's, he does it to many of you in here, because I watch you sometimes, and you ask to pray or ask to do something. You look at me as, well, I'm not worthy to do that. Yeah, you are worthy to do that, not because I asked you, because of who he is, not because of who you are or who you ain't. And so the, 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 the thing that I want you all to do is remember that. The spirit, I don't even allow that spirit to come to my house of unworthiness. I'm talking about on TV, in books, or nothing. The spirit of unworthiness will rob you. We all, we all have come short huh? and sinned before God. We all have done that. But see, I don't even like to... See, you know who you are. You want to know how you are? Say, how's that, Pastor? By who you hanging with. Now, let me tell you something now. Now, listen to me very carefully what I'm saying here, and you'll get it. You don't see... I'm you say parable. I'm using this as a parable. You don't see rich people hanging with poor people. Huh? You don't see people that live a victorious life living with people who live empty lives, right? Well, we Christians, right? So we're supposed to, now, now I don't run around with anybody that has an undefeated spirit. I can't do that, an unworthy spirit. Because, see, if, if I would look at my life the way through the lens of the natural, say the lens of the natural, the lens of the natural, I'm not worthy to be up here. But when I look at my lens through the eyes of the spiritual, then I'm worthy to be up here because in the, spirit, in the natural, there's no such thing as redemption. In the spiritual, there is a word called redemption. You remember when you was a little kid, I've been redeemed, I've been redeemed by the, love, by the blood of the lamb, I've been redeemed and I know I am. Well, you got to believe that. Little kids believe that, we need to believe that. So what I'm trying to do is we've been talking about the mind, the body, the heart. We're going to talk about the spirit. Now, here's how nice it is. I got all these pages. I'm not going to do it. I've told the reader that I'm going to stop 
and then we'll finish it up next week or the next week. But we're going to get this. We need to quit setting up in churches feeling guilty of your past. You need to quit that. And we need to quit. I'm telling you, we're not, we're not going to be satisfied with preaching Sin, 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 sin. We need to start preaching redemption, redemption, redemption. Salvation, salvation, salvation. Deliverance, deliverance, deliverance. Christ and him crucified. Because if it wasn't for Christ and him crucified, we need, this building might as well be empty. We could all go down to the car show and, and lust after the cars. Right. Huh? But we here because we've been redeemed by the blood of the lamb. I've been redeemed. I know I am. You know that song. And I know that. So why aren't you feeling that you are not worthy to be able to get on your knees and cry out to God? Because you got that unworthy spirit. Who gave you that unworthy spirit? The Bible says try the spirits by the spirit. We know where that unworthy spirit's coming from. But we denounce that spirit today. Do you love the Lord today? Yes. Do you really love the Lord today? Yes. There's no condemnation for those that love the Lord. That ain't me saying it. That's what the scripture says. So we're going to go over this a little bit today. And uh, we, we're going to talk about living by the spirit. I, I want to live by the spirit, the new created spirit. Now, what I call, I always talk about the new created spirit and people look at me like, what, what is he talking about? When I got re- saved, filled with the Holy Ghost, it's called born again. So that meant that old spirit had to go and I had to have the old spirit recreated. Does that make sense? And so when you have a new created spirit, then you become a, a different person. Do you understand that? We are spiritual beings. We need to get off the, with three, body, soul, heart, and spirit. And spirit. But we talk about the spirit. When your spirit is born again, look at me, when your spirit is born again, then you can communicate with the Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit is going to communicate with your spirit. And with that, you get all the wisdom, you get all the, the gifts of the spirit, not all of them, you get a gift of the spirit, and you, give all the, you get all of the fruit of the spirit, and you get all of these things, right? You cannot be a child of God and have an unworthy spirit. Come on, folks. It can't, it can't be something wrong if you have that unworthy spirit. Now, here's the problem of it is I can do this lesson, and I'm giving you the truth from the Bible, and it just amazes me that when Pastor Fields is giving you and telling you that you don't want an un, uh, uh, unworthy spirit, you can walk out that door feeling good in here and walk out there, and somebody can say something negative, and you'll bite on it. And you'll chew on it, right? Because sometimes you need, I was watching the track meet, I mean, when they had the Olympics, I think, and the, uh, the young man that beat uh, Boat, you remember, and they, people were booing him, he turned around and done this. Now, when some, yeah, he did. So when somebody starts talking about you ain't worthy and you can't be this and that, you need to do this. Because it ain't about you. It's about Christ. Christ died for me. You see, y'all want to, you have to do some of your pastor's thing. Somebody says something negative to you and make you unworthy, you need to ask them, who died and left you king? You understand what I'm talking about? Right, so we don't deal with an unworthy spirit in here. We're getting rid of that. Because, you know, the only person that, no, God doesn't care where you was at last night. He wants you to get it right today. You see, it don't take, you know, you understand? He wants you to be redeemed today. Now, Satan's going to tell you, I can't join church because you know what I've done, really? Not knowing, and everybody done done what you done done or thought about doing it, all right? You see, we some, we some done persons that was undone at one time. You see, I tell people all the time, they laugh, this is the greatest day of lust for me. Not for the models down there, but for them cars. I'm a car guy. 
See, if I had Trump's money, I'd go buy them all and just ride one, drive one once a week. Because <laughs> oh, yeah, everybody knows I'm a car guy, right? So I go down there, and, and I don't cover it now because, you know, uh, uh, you know, if somebody gave it, I couldn't pay the taxes to get them anyway. So, but the thing of it is, but I'm going to go look at those and say, ooh, she is fine. Look at them wheels on her. Are you with me? You see, having a good time. Yes, your pastor's going to the car show and going to have a good time, look at all those cars, and still be saved. And see, and, and Brother Roddy makes sure I get to go free, so I'm going to go down there with the money in my pocket, come out with the same money out of my pocket. <laughs> you, you, you see what I'm saying? Having a good time because I'm a child of God. And it's, and, and it's worthy for me to live a life and have some joy in it. Do you understand what I'm saying? So why do you think God would go through all of this and get us saved and we can't enjoy our lives? Right. But, you know, they're, they're, the Holy Spirit will tell you what's right and what's wrong, because some things you can't handle. I can. You see, so I have the Holy Spirit. Remember, now I'm born again. The Holy Spirit will do what it will reveal to me, what will pull me down and what would bring me up. Do you understand what I'm saying? So here we go. Uh, uh, say this. Repeat after me. I will never, I will never listen, listen to that unworthy spirit. spirit. We ain't doing that no more. We're walking out of here because we are worthy, because Christ Jesus made us worthy. Here we go. All right? All right, so we're going to be reading from the Life Recovery Bible. So now there is no condemnation for those who belong to Christ Jesus. So there's no condemnation for those that that belong to Christ Jesus. Do you belong to Christ Jesus this morning? Yes. Well, then the Bible says there's no condemnation for you. We're just using a different version so you can get a different understanding. So, so if there's no condemnation for me, then I'm free from that. It's condemnation. We have that word. I want you to know what condemnation is. Say that. There's no condemnation for me in the Lord Jesus Christ. And condemnation means? It is to be wrong, guilty. I'm not guilty anymore. I'm not guilty anymore. He set me free from that. I repented of my sins. And God the Father was standing beside God the Son, and God the Son said, Johnny Fields repeated from his sin, he's not guilty. That's called an advocate in Jesus Christ, all right? Quit walking. See, a lot of people don't come to church because you look like them. Yeah. You looking as pitiful and sad as they are. They, I don't need that. No, no, I'm I'm free. You see, there are people incarcerated in a real prison freer than people setting up in a church. Because some people set up in church are still in prison in their minds, in their hearts, and in their spirits. But they're not so here, right? Not today, right? Because there is no condemnation for those who love the Lord. That's King James. I repeated that one. This, all right? And condemnation means what? It also means worthless. I'm not worthless. I'm not worthless anymore. I'm worthy. I'm not worthless anymore. Because there's no condemnation. I have some used-to-be's that the only people that know about my used-to-be's are the people that are still there. You see what I'm saying? But I ain't back there, sister. I ain't back. No, 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 no. Because I have no condemnation in Jesus Christ. All right? Lastly, it is to sentence to punishment. I don't get punished anymore because of redemption in Jesus. Jesus Christ, by his stripes, I am what? Yes. He died for all of my iniquities. 
See, you see, some of you all wanting to pay double. If you had a bill paid for, would you go out and pay it again? Maybe some of you would. You know what I'm saying? The bill is already paid. And you're paying it with your guilt and your shame. And he's already paid the price on Calvary for that. So why do you keep paying it? Keep paying it and paying it. Every time you get over and over and over and over and over, you're trying to keep paying that bill that's already paid. You see what I'm talking about? I'm free. Free indeed this morning because of who Jesus Christ is and what he done for me. Calvary paid the price. Do you understand? You see? All right. It goes on in two to say, because you belong to him, the power of the life-giving spirit. Because I belong to Jesus Christ, I have the power of the life, big S, the power of the life-giving spirit. Life, where's your life at? I love it when we're having it. Folks are shouting and raising their hand. You should be proud. You got the power of the life-giving spirit that comes from the Holy Ghost. You want to see the power? Of God, you're looking at it. It is the power of God. We ought to be walking around. Look at somebody say, the power. Look at me. The power of God is in my life. The power of God is in my life. You can't have the power of God in your life and be a failure. It cannot happen. It's impossible for that. I am victorious in Christ. You're victorious in Christ. People, listen to what I'm saying. You're special and don't even know you're special. Do you understand what I'm saying? You all thought I was joking when I was talking about that young lady fourth in the world competition. I'd, I'd, be, I'd be upset, I'd be excited if I was fourth as about something in Gladstone. <laughs> huh? But one thing about it, we are number one in Christ. You're special in Christ. You have the life-giving power in Christ. You have a new created spirit. Accept the power that comes with it. Accept the freedom that comes with it. Expect, except the who I am now that comes with it. Do you understand what I'm talking about? Get your head up. Sometimes I like to do this. Get your head up. You a child of God. What's wrong with you? You represent an almighty, all-powerful God. Get your head up and move forward for Christ. Do you understand what I'm saying? And I love the way it says, it says life-giving spirit. The Holy Spirit gives me life in my spirit. I can't help but be happy. You see, some people say you're arrogant in this. No, no, it's called bold in the Holy Ghost. I can't help but have that, right? Successful. Everything you touch ought to be successful when you're under the guidance of the Holy Ghost. All right? Oh, yes. You know what the greatest place you ought to look when you become a child of God is in the mirror. You ought to look in that mirror and see God's child and what he done for you and accept what he done for you and feel good about who he created you to be. Do you understand what I'm saying this morning? It's time for us to rise up in Christ. Allow the Holy Spirit to move you up in Christ. Quit listening to Satan and all them bad spirits, negative spirits that's talking to you. And listen to what Christ is telling you who you are this morning in Christ. 
Oh, I get excited about that. I could go on and on about the, the life-giving spirit. Life-giving. Every day I wake up, I walk as Christ, I talk as Christ, I think as Christ. I have the spirit of Christ within me. Therefore, I can do all things through Christ, which is in me. That's what we're about in here. That's what we're about in here. You see, we ain't going to put a bushel basket over our life. The world needs to see somebody's light shining. What are you hiding from? You ought to want to be seen because of who you are in Christ. You understand? Somebody don't know who Jesus is. You ought to be able to tell them, look at me, because you can see the Christ in me until you can find him for yourself. Do you understand what I'm saying this morning? We Christians, which means Christ-like this morning. We walk like Christ. We talk like Christ. We think like, we have his wisdom this morning. We have his power this morning. We have his understanding this morning. We have a new created spirit this morning. Do you know why you're here this morning? Because he wanted you here this morning. Because somebody walked in like, you better walk out of here looking like you. You understand? Somebody says, you know, y'all acting a fool. If I must be a fool, let me be a fool for Christ. Do you hear what I'm saying? You see? All right. I'm acting up for Jesus this morning. And I don't care what anybody thinks about me this morning. Because I ain't living... I quit trying to be a man pleaser, which was causing me issues. Now I'm a God pleaser, and I'm, I ain't thinking about what man thinks about me. Do you understand what I'm saying this morning? That's why we, well, there's no condemnation this morning. Free this morning. God loves me this morning. I love him this morning. He's, he supplies me my every needs this morning. Do you understand what I'm saying? There's no condemnation for those who love the Lord. So since I love the Lord this morning, there's no condemnation for Johnny Fields. And he told me to tell you if you love him, there's no condemnation for you this morning. You see, we don't do it my way anymore, do we? You see, that's Frank Sinatra and Elvis Presley. They done, you know what happened to Elvis. We're doing it God's way now, right? And when we do it God's way, guess what? He blesses us in our way, right? In the way he's chosen, in the path he's chosen for me. You know, I ain't going to get through five scriptures, let alone five pages. Because I'm, I'm excited. I'm excited about who I am in Christ. Period. You see? I'm excited about the life-giving spirit of Christ. I once was dead, but now I'm alive in Christ. Do you understand what I'm saying? I used to listen to those negative spirits telling me who I ain't, what I couldn't do, what I should do, woulda, coulda, shoulda. Them people are gone. I ain't listening to that anymore. I'm listening to Jesus Christ who says I can do all things through Christ which strengthens me. And then I looked and I read over in another scripture. He's, I looked at the great things that God was doing. I feel like a Baptist preacher. I looked at all the good things that God was doing. I looked at all things that God was doing. I saw Jesus doing miracles. I saw Jesus healing people. I saw Jesus teaching. And then I heard him say, greater things Johnny Fields you can do than I do. That's scripture. That's in there. So we're about this morning doing great things in Christ because the Christ in me will not allow me to be anything other than victory. Do you understand what I'm saying? Do you understand what I'm saying? That's, that's God. God is good. The spirit that feeds you from the power of sin that leads to death is gone. That's the scripture I just said when read it. That, that spirit is gone. The spirit that leads you to, 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 to loss is gone. 
You only have one spirit this morning. The spirit of victory this morning. In Christ Jesus. You can read that again, please, that part. The power of the life-giving spirit has freed you from the power of sin that leads to death. I ain't dead no morning. I got life today. Get that life. Say, I got life. Through Christ Jesus, I got life. There ain't nothing dead about me. Because I live as Christ lives within me. Give God a hand clap this moment. All right. All right. Go ahead and read three. First three, huh? All right. <laughs> the law. All right. The law of Moses was unable to save us because of the weakness of our sinful The nature. church doctrine was unable to save us because we was weak in our natural flesh. You see, see, the children, they were trying to go by the law, but the law did not have the power to save them. You see, and the church doctrine doesn't have the power to save you. The church doctrine doesn't have the power to move your sinful nature. But God knows the Holy Ghost does. Christ does. You see, when I was in my, when I was, hey, I knew the Bible, and I, I was reading the Bibles, but I could, it didn't do anything for me. Because my central, central, sinful nature was so powerful within me, I couldn't hear it. You see? That's called your Lord nature. Oh, but look at me now. Yeah. Sometimes you need to look at Satan and say, how you like me now? Come on here. You see? You need to look at him and get with him and tell him that, right? Yeah, yeah. When you used to not want to do anything, when sports and plenty football, I'm a football guy, you know that. Give me the ball. Give me the ball. I don't care if it's fourth and 20. Give me the ball. Do you understand what I'm saying? Because I'm going to be victorious. Some of you need to get what I'm talking about here. I don't know what, who you living for. Live for Christ. Live with Christ, right? I don't need anybody to tell me what I'm doing and this and that. I don't need anybody to pat me on the back. The Holy Ghost is doing all I need to do that. I feel about good who I am. And I want you to feel good. I want you to feel good about yourself this morning. I want you to walk out this church feeling good about Christ in you this morning. All right? So God did what the law could not do. God, what? So God did what the law could not do. God done what the law could not do. Let me tell you what he can do. God can do what the law can't do. Do you see? If, if, if we wouldn't have to be incarcerated if we let God come into our lives, we don't need more prisons. We need more people preaching the gospel of Christ. Do you understand what I'm saying? And letting people know when they have no hope and they're doing a lot of things to bring hope to them. And when people are going through pain and, you know, when you go through pain, you will do anything to try to get rid of that pain. And so, sure, some people get hooked up on drugs. Some go to alcohol. Some go to pornography. Some go to this. Some go to that. Try them all. They go here and they'll here. But when somebody comes and teaches the true gospel of God, we wouldn't need those things. Do you understand? Because the flesh sometimes overpowers us. Let's do it. The flesh will overpower us until we meet Christ. Do you understand? That's why it's called addiction. And some of us in here, I don't know, maybe some of you, our power, our sinful nature was so powerful that now we have to go to recovery. Those that admit it. We're all in some kind of recovery because our sinful nature. If it, my sinful nature didn't want me to be no pastor, my sinful nature didn't want me to be a husband. 
My sinful nature didn't want me to be a, a, a father. My sinful nature didn't want me to be a grandfather. My sinful nature didn't want me to be a, a, a good Christian brother and sister, a friendly person. You see, that's why we have all this hate going on now. It's people are living in a sinful nature. We got to get out of there. And the only way you can get out of there is be led out of there through the, with the power of the Holy Spirit. He will take you by the hand and lead you out to freedom. Yeah, he will do that. You can say, I don't care what your condition is in. I don't care what your situation is. The Holy Spirit can come today and deliver you from that. And the reason I know it, he done it for me. That's why people always want to, why God goes against the worst people he can find to be preachers and pastors. Well, the reason he does that, he wants you all to see an example of what he can do when that person that was living in a lower nature, when that person was living in a sinful nature, when Christ comes in their life, they give Christ uh, their life, and Christ becomes the head of their life, what God can do for them. Yes. You can go to all the schools you want, listen to all the tapes you want and videos you want, and sermons you want, you're going to be the same old person until you allow Christ to come into your life. And the last thing I heard in the scripture was, not the last thing, I heard in the scripture was he's standing at the door knocking. He says, I stand at the door knocking. If any man hear me and let me in, I'll come in and abide with him. He says, I stand at the door knocking. If any woman hears me knocking, she opens that door, I'll come in and I'll abide with her. And he will give you a new spirit. And that person that broke your spirit that you think about will no longer have any power over you, will no longer have any authority over you. That molester will never have any more authority over you. That rapist will never have any more authority over you. Do you understand? That abuser will never have any authority over you because you're a new person, right? And, and when you're a new person, God does something that, the, that those the doctors can't do. He removes the scars. He can not only remove the condition, he can remove the scars. You understand? He can remove everything to remind you. You remember before you met him, <coughs> you would look and see the scars. Now you can't look and see the scars because he, re he removed those scars. You see? You're no longer a victim anymore. Huh? You see, if, you know, if you're no longer a victim, then that means you no longer have anybody that's got authority over you. If you're a victim, you stay a victim. And that person has authority over you. But when you come to Christ Jesus, he removes all of that stuff. From your spirit, from your mind, from your heart, and from your soul. And then, he, and then you, look, you look at, there's no scars anymore. I'm not a victim anymore. You see? Do you understand what I'm saying? I'm free today from all of those things. God is good. God is good all the time. God is good. You see, when I look at, when I look at that new resume that I have in Christ, there ain't nothing negative on that thing. It's victory, victory, victory. Every job, victory, victory, victory in Christ. Do you understand what I'm saying this morning? See, so say, say Satan is a liar. He comes to kill, steal, and destroy, but he has no power because you have the power of attorney to use the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth. And the Bible says demons tremble at the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth. So sometimes you got to get with him. Satan, get out of my life. Get out of my home. Get away from my husband. Get away from my wife. Get away from my children. Get away from my money. In the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth. And he will flee. And he will flee. Because let every man be a liar and God be true. And I'm telling you the truth this, today. So if any, and when you hear that negative thing, you a liar. You a lie. You don't know. You need to get crazy. You a lie. You don't know who you're talking to. 
tell that old devil, you a liar and you don't know who you're to. And I'm going to step right on you today. I can't hear you. I can't hear you. I can't hear you. I can only hear Christ. I can't hear Satan. You see, I ain't Lot's wife. I can't hear you talking back there. I'm not turning back. I'm not going to be a pillar of salt. I ain't Lot's wife. I'm running straight ahead. Huh? For that higher calling in Christ Jesus. I'm putting my past behind me and all things will become new. You're seeing a new person today, right? You a new somebody today. You a new somebody today. You can't hear that old man. You can't hear that old woman talking back to you today. You knew in Christ today. You knew in Christ today. You see? And I'm new in Christ today because I have the living power of the Holy Ghost in me today. I denounce Satan. I denounce Satan. I denounce Satan and all his activities, all his strategy today. Satan is gone today. Amen, 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 and amen. Free, 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 free today. All right. That's right, that's right. Because what the law couldn't do, God could do for me. What the law couldn't do, God done for me. What my mama couldn't do, my daddy couldn't do, God can do for me today. Do you understand what I'm saying? you understand what I'm saying? I don't need no Congress. I don't need no Senate. I don't need no president. I got everything I need in Christ Jesus this morning. Do you understand what I'm talking about? That's where it's at this morning. That's where it's at this morning. And he wants to invite you. He wants to invite you into the same place I'm in this morning. You're invited into the same arena Pastor Fields is in this morning. Because what he done for me, he'll do for you. You see, I done tried him. And I tried him, and look what he done for me. He'll do the same thing for you this morning. Amen. Amen. Any good this morning? Any good this morning? Do you accept him this morning? Do you believe him this morning? Repeat after me. I can do all things through Christ, which strengthens me. Yes, I can. Yes, I can. Yes, I can. Yes, I can. Amen. Amen. Amen and amen. All right. God is good. Yeah, he is. Yeah, he is. Praise him. Yeah, he is this morning. Hey, this morning. All right. All right, all right, all right. Amen. Yeah, I'm about to leave this alone. I'm about to pull that ear here in a minute. <laughs> all right. All right, to show how God is good, he fulfilled the law real loud. by... We want to hear it real, real loud, because I want you to hear it back there. Move that mic up, because I'm on fire this morning. <laughs> hear about the word of God this morning. What, what was, what, talk to me. All right, to make this just requirement of the law to be fully satisfied for us, God sent his own son. What the law couldn't do, God sent his own son. And who shall ever believe in him shall not perish, but have everlasting life. You see, that's why we don't, have, we don't have Jesus hanging on the cross. Because Jesus ain't hanging on the cross. This is called the resurrection cross. And he'll, he, see, he, I don't deal with no dead issues. Somebody, I don't deal with no dead issues. Now, now, now hear what I'm saying here. So, not, nothing wrong with y'all keep y'all's crosses, all right? Because I'm, I'm just talking, hey, get with me, I'm in the spirit. I don't wear a cross with Jesus on it. Because that reminds me of dead issues. 
I wear a cross with Jesus off, on it, off of it because that reminds me of his resurrection. And see, I need to be resurrected because I ain't carrying no dead, dead issues. Because you can't carry no dead issues into the kingdom of God. Do you understand? Wow. Yeah, that's good. All right. So he sent his son in a body that is like the body we sinners have. He, he sent his son in a body like I got, like you got. So that he can declare an end to sin's control over us by giving his son as a sacrifice for our sins. He's already sacrificed for you. He's already sacrificed for you. Can I say this? You going to still love me? Why are you crying over the same thing? Why are you crying over the same thing? What the old folks say? Why are you crying over spilled milk? It's done! It's done! It's done! He sent Jesus to take care of it. It's done. Paid in full. It's done. It's done. All right. One more scripture and I'm done. Four pages. I ain't even made four scriptures. All right, here we go. He did this so we no longer follow our sinful nature, but instead follow the Spirit. I don't follow my sinful nature anymore. I follow the Spirit. I don't follow, yes, I don't follow Johnny Fields anymore. I follow the Spirit, the big one. Do you understand? I don't have issues with my family anymore, some of you, because I follow the Spirit. My finances are getting better now. Because I follow the Spirit. My health is getting better now because I follow the Spirit. Because Satan comes to kill, steal, and destroy. He starts in the flesh. Got it covered. He goes to the heart. Got it covered. Huh? He goes to the soul. Got it covered. He goes to my spirit. Got it covered. Covered by what? The blood of Jesus Christ of Nazareth. Right. You see what I'm saying? We'll read uh, verse 6. This will be the last one. Okay. So letting your sinful nature control your mind will lead to death. See, when I let my sinful nature control my mind, it will lead to death. That means separation from God. It will lead to death. I got to see, see, I got to get out of here. That's right. I got to get out of here and find a new place. Or I got to take that old place and call the cleaner. That's right. And the Holy Ghost come in and took it and cleaned it out. Took all that stuff out of there. Took that appetite out. Took those desires out. Uh, Sister Cozy, I feel real good this morning. All right, here we go. All right. Lastly, it says, if you let the Spirit control your mind, that will lead to life and peace. If you let the Holy Spirit control your mind, you will give you a life of peace, mm-hmm. of life and peace peace of mind. There was a man once sung a song. I used to think money was all he wanted. Remember Ray Charles? And he got and he said, but all of that's funny. I'd give it all up now for a little bit of peace of mind. Peace of mind this morning. As the Isaacs make their way here, peace of mind this morning. I come to give you some good stuff news this morning. Look at all this paper. (laughs) We ain't one but four scriptures. So guess what we're going to do? We will continue next week. That's right. Amen. All right. Amen. Give God a hand clap. Give God a hand. God good? Give a hand clap. Stand and give God a hand clap. God is good. Truly good.